This is the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created to uplift, motivate, and inspire women of color to be fearless in the pursuit of their dreams, go after what they deserve, and show up as their most unapologetic, most authentic selves. This audio series was created for every woman who is on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe, and fiercely transforming her life. So sit down with me, get your notebook, grab a pen, and let's create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and welcome to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. It is a new week, boo, new opportunities, new ideas, new beginnings. So whatever happened last week, it's gone. It's done. You did it. It's over. Let's move forward and decide that this is going to be a good week. Sunday nights, I'd be like, okay, girl, stop thinking about what happened before. You can't go back in time. It's a new week. It's going to be a good week. Healthy Girl Summer continues, and I am doing good things for myself and my body. This is going to be a good week. Speaking of Healthy Girl Summer, some of y'all have made videos and TikToks and reels of yourselves out there getting your Healthy Girl Summer on, and I love that for us. I'm seeing Healthy Girl walks, some of you are reading more and romanticizing your everyday tasks, and please keep tagging me. I feel like I should be making some Healthy Girl Summer videos too. I am not good at posting content. (laughs) I will literally take 1000 photos or videos of myself and it will sit in my camera roll. (laughs) I need to do better, I know, but I love watching your videos and it's inspiring me. So I'm going to do better, I promise, and try to post a little more of my healthy girl summer on our socials. So lately, I have been doing the treadmill, and I'll do 12, 3.30. I don't know if you guys know what that is. And I'll put my Kindle in the little pocket on the tread, and I'll just read, and I'll work out at the same time. Sometimes I put my headphones on, and lately I've been listening to a lot of music that doesn't have words. I know that's kind of weird, but it's lots of lo-fi, mellow music. I think on Spotify, there's a playlist called Music for Plants, (laughs) And that allows me to just zone out and calm my mind and just read. That is like my go-to workout lately. And I kind of feel like a boss because I'm reading and working out and calming my mind at the same time. Also, thank you so much for welcoming my dad last week on the show. Y'all, he did so good. (laughs) I'm so proud of him. Thank you for your very kind and very sweet messages. I screenshot everything and I sent it to him. He was so happy and excited to be a part of the show last week. And we both are so thankful that you allowed us to open up and record an episode for you. Okay, boo. You guys know I moved back home at the end of 2020 in the middle of a pandemic. I lost my job and decided to move back in with my mom, cut my expenses, and run Slay Girl Slay full-time. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, I talk about this in the episode titled Dreams Require Sacrifice. I believe it's season three. 
maybe season four. At the time, I was just thinking it'll only be a year, right? The pandemic will be over soon and business will be thriving by 2021 and I'll be back out on my own again and able to afford the lifestyle that I was accustomed to and continue to build this dream of mine. But it didn't happen like that at all. It is now 2023 and I am still here And it is something that really bothers me sometimes because in my mind, I'm like, Ashley, you should have been gone by now. Business should have been doing this by now. You should be that by now. Not to mention, I just miss having something of my own. And I don't care what y'all say. Moving back home to build something, whether that be to save up for a house, build a business, whatever, it's great. Don't get me wrong. And it is a blessing. But there is nothing like having your own. But I've just held on and held out for this to work, for this vision, for these ideas, for this dream to work. And each year, the wheels would be about to fall off and I'd be like, okay, God, this may be it. Maybe it's time for me to stop and go back to working in somebody's office because it's not moving how I need it to move. And out of nowhere, something amazing would happen. And in my heart, I'm like, okay, maybe I should keep going. 2021, I had experienced all of this grief and I wasn't making a bunch of money from the show. And I was just like, you know what, God, this is a lot. This is too much. How do you expect me to show up for all of these people? And I feel so heavy inside. I don't know how you want me to do this. And I kept recording episodes and I kept speaking from my heart, but I didn't know how much I had left in me at the time or how long I was going to last. And I said, okay, God, I'm tired. I don't know what to say. I don't know if I'm being helpful to people anymore. And then the idea for the Good News podcast fell into my lap. And then Ash Media. And I didn't know what I wanted to do with those ideas at the time, but I thought, you know, This feels good. Let me follow through on this. Maybe I should keep going. Then a year later, I'm starting to hit all of these big milestones for the show and downloads are doing so good, but we had no sponsors. Sponsors mean the bills get paid, y'all. But for the first half of the year, it was quiet. And I was like, (laughs) okay, God truth is I'm tired. (laughs) Options are few, but I'll keep recording, even though I don't know how this is going to work out. And I really want my own place again. I want to hire. I want to do shows and conferences, and I want all of these things, but I'm not there yet. And out of nowhere, I got a call from Nike, and then Nike sponsored the show. And then I was fully booked for the rest of the year. So I said, okay, maybe I should keep going. I have made plans and done all the things and will still find myself in a season of uncertainty where 
I don't know what's next. When I am trying to find my answers, when I don't know how the things in my life will work out, where I quite literally don't know. My dad and I talked last week about my ability to find my answers in life, whether it be for my personal struggles I face or professional. But what we did not talk about was what it is like to be in a season of searching. When you are ready and you're eager and you do want the next step and you want the next level, but you have no clue what to do to get there. Your mind is fuzzy. You almost feel stuck. Maybe you feel overwhelmed. Sometimes you can do everything right. You can be getting the healing that you need, therapy, showing up, being a good person, not procrastinating, following through on your to-do list and still be like, okay, but what am I doing this for? Where am I going with this? What's next for me? How will this play out, right? I am certainly not the poster child and I don't have it figured out, but what I do know is just as good as it is when you do know what the next steps are in life for you and everything is falling into place, it is also okay when you don't know, when you're trying to figure it out and things feel like they are all over the place. No one told me this, but I am learning that it is okay if some parts of your life make total sense and other parts you're like WTF. I remember graduating with my journalism degree and it made sense. I was a writer. I had an opinion. This degree made sense. I graduated. That made sense. But there was still that piece of uncertainty that part where I really didn't know how it was going to work out from that point forward. That first year out of college, I was applying to jobs left and right, and I didn't land anything. Moved out of my dorm. I'm back at home. I'm like, what? This life is not for me. I need my own. (laughs) And a family friend called and she was like, hey, I know it's not much. And I know you're trying to find a job in writing, but my company is hiring and they need a receptionist. You should apply. It felt like a good thing to do at the time. So I did it. Y'all, I never even used that degree I got. I just did what felt right next. And I did what felt right again after that. And I found myself at my first big girl job And that exposed me to all of these things. And then I said, well, if I can do all of this, I want more. So that led me to my next big girl job and living in LA, which leads me here to this big girl job. If you find yourself not really knowing your answers right now, not sure what's next, not sure how this certain part of your life will work out. Believe me when I say it does. I have learned that when you don't know what to do, you do the next best thing. Do what feels good to you. Next, do what feels right to you. Next, do what is good for you. Next, 
I know this lady isn't really popular anymore, but J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter series, said in an interview years ago, and I'll never forget this, how she finished the first Harry Potter book. She got an agent and was trying to get published. And her agent, the person responsible for shopping her book around, a person that she trusted, told her, you will never make money with this type of book. And she said in this interview, I didn't know what was going to happen. I just did what felt right. I wrote. I didn't know anything about writing children's books. I just did what felt right. I didn't know this book would turn into this entire universe that it is today. I didn't predict any of this. I just knew I loved to write and I loved the story. So I just kept writing. It took JK seven years to write that first book, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Today, her net worth is over $1 billion. This book turned into another book and another book and movies and more movies. And now there are entire sections at theme parks just for Harry Potter. And y'all keep that in your back pocket when you find yourself worried, stuck, overwhelmed, and not sure how things are going to work out. When you are trying to predict the future and what you think it's going to look like, that if you just keep doing what feels like the right thing to do for your business, for your family, for your career, for your projects, for your channels, for your books, for your ideas, that it will always work out. And nine times out of 10, it will be better than what you could ever imagine. I was listening to an episode on NPR's Code Switch called The Women Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. And when I say I was tapped in from the moment I pressed play, when we think about the bus boycott, we think about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, but we never really learned how this bus boycott was organized. But in this episode, you hear directly from the many women who organized for months and did what it took to make this bus boycott happen. And y'all, I was locked in the entire time. If you're interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR's podcast. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories of joy, stories of resilience, stories that are distinct and varied and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. So, as someone that has textured and curly hair, I'm excited to share Clairol's Textures and Tones came out with a permanent color range specifically for curly and coily hair types. Say hello to the improved formula and new look 
while preserving curls and shine. With 12 shades of brilliant intense color, no ammonia, and stacked with argon and olive oil to deliver some much needed moisture and vibrancy to your hair. So if you're my girl that likes a little color to spice up your look from time to time, the new Clairol Textures and Tomes was designed with texture and color specialists, and it was created with you in mind. Clairol's mission is simple, to make every woman feel beautiful and confident and help her live colorfully through accessible and easy to use products. Save your time and your money and give yourself a new hairdo because it's not the hair color you were born with, but the hair color you were meant to be. Clairol, it is so me. I think because when we do feel prepared and we do feel like our lives are going in the right direction and we do know what to do, we feel good, right? We feel optimistic. We feel encouraged. We feel inspired. So when it's the opposite and we don't know what's next and we don't know how something is going to work out, we feel bad. We feel worried. We feel fear. And I am trying to teach myself that I am worthy of all the good when I have the answers and I am still worthy of all the good when I don't. That I am not worthy or smart or still walking in my purpose any less when I am in a season of uncertainty, a season of searching. That I am still that girl, albeit worried, afraid, or confused. And that if I figured it out before, I can figure it out again. And that if it worked out before, it will 100% work out again. Sometimes I be wanting God to come down and pop up in my room like, okay, so boom, here's how it's going to go. Do this, do that, and then this is going to happen. And then I'm going to give you a little sprinkle, sprinkle of my goodness and mercy, and you're going to be good. (laughs) But that's the beauty in not knowing, right? Because if he did come down and give us the tea, then we wouldn't know anything about faith, that there would be no hope, nothing to get excited about. It's almost like getting a Christmas gift and right before you open it, the person tells you everything that's in the box. Well, that's no fun. This is part of the journey, sis. This is part of the ride. Being okay with not knowing everything. Being okay with the fact that things always have a way of working themselves out. Ask me how I know. Remember that thing you were really stressed about in January or February of last year? Forget last year, this year, or what you cried about that day when you were really in your feelings and you were upset. I don't. And if I do remember the things that I used to worry about, it just confirms over and over again that I do not need to worry because it worked out. And in most cases, It worked out better than I expected it to. Take a breath, sis. Relax. I'm saying this to you, but I'm saying this to myself today too. Breathe. It's good. You're good. And it will be good. 
One thing that I have been doing a lot lately because I am currently in another season of uncertainty is thinking of my life like it's a television show. And when we watch a series, we meet the main character and we don't know what's going to happen over the course of each episode. And I like to look at my life in the very same way. I'm writing it. I'm planning for it. I am preparing and I have an idea of where I want it to go. But there are still parts of my life, parts of my story where I just don't know how it's going to work. And I just have to keep writing, keep watching, keep waiting for the next episode, the next chapter, the next podcast, the next product, the next level. So as you go about your week this week, record the next episode, sis. Film the next video. Write the next page. Create the next product email the next person, apply for the next job, call the next client, pray the next prayer, and do the next best thing. And you will see that things always work out. That's it for today's podcast, boo. If you loved the Slay Girl Slay podcast, be sure to leave us a rating and a review on the podcast app that you're tuning in on. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to follow us on our socials at Slay Girl Slay and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. The Slay Girl Slay podcast is brought to you by Ash Media Network with brand new episodes every Monday. I can't wait for our next girl chat. So please believe we will chat soon, boo. Peace.